Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allison and Mandy from Soul Start Energy Collective. We are here today with another special guest, uh, Jamie Sajak. Welcome, Jamie. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm back. I'm back. Here I am. We have so much to talk about today. We actually really wanted to chat about um, the children of the new earth. So new souls being born onto this planet and how we can recognize these souls, how we know um, how to support these souls and um, basically like what this means for our evolution um, in the new earth. And we wanted to really chat with Jamie about this because Jamie, you actually have had a baby in the past year and definitely she is from a different uh galaxy wouldn't you say oh she definitely is and um and it's been really interesting because um you know I I can kind of start by sharing a little bit about my journey to pregnancy and and how I kind of knew um I've always been really connected with children um like just kind of like always was able to vibe with children. I babysat quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of around when we were like get, getting ready to kind of like bring her in. Mm-hmm. I know that before that I had to really move through a really big transformation. I had to go through a lot of like shifts and changes. And you know what? It's like, it was, yes, my, my ascension was happening. I was going through an ascension, but I do believe that it was also initiated by the souls that are ready, like that were ready to come through. And my child, um, Mm -hmm. who was initiating me through these, these, this huge transformation. And Mm -hmm. I think that in like regular pregnancy, I think that we, we, we forget the spiritual transformation and growth that happens before you're about to conceive one of these children that are coming through and children in general, as Mm -hmm. well as the transformation and the spiritual transformation that happens during pregnancy and birth. It is such an initiation. It is such a huge transformation that happens. And it's, it's like this initiating initiation into mother and mother doesn't really begin when you have the baby. It begins when you're consciously starting to bring these child children in that's what I believe yeah Um, and you know for for me it was like right before we were about to kind of like you know whatever start do the deed (laughs) (laughs) getting busy that so that so that part As I derail, I'm like, what? (laughs) I was waiting for that. You're waiting for it. Yeah, I was like hoping I was like, someone's gotta do it. (laughs) Someone's gotta get this going. You guys were like handing it to me and it was like, what's happening? Where is she not picking it up? I was like, I was thinking it in my head. I I knew it was gonna be you. (laughs) I was kind of like luring you in. I was like, before we were getting ready. Before we were getting ready, wink, wink, Allison, and in my head I was like, "You're going to be appropriate," <laughs> and I couldn't hold it in. I was just like, no. "Once you guys gave it to me, I was like, bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> okay, lady in the streets, freak in the sheets." <laughs> you guys, oh, Jamie, is, I love it. This is so spiritual. <laughs> I love it. That's so spiritual. That is my language. You know what? 
It was, it's currently on this computer, it says 1010, which is all about like the angel number, right? And then it was 411 as I said that. So I feel like the angels are just applauding us right now. I agree. <laughs> they are. Did we not call them in? Did we? They came. They came <laughs> and they're just like, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. I'm now in a very goofy mood. Thank you. <laughs> Allison does that to you. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. I love it. Yeah. Um, but anyways. <laughs> so we're about to have sex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she just lays it out there. <laughs> and it was like before I kind of had this meditation and I saw that the soul was ready. I saw that there was a soul there and that mm. she was actually ready for conception. She had been around me. I kind of knew she was ready for a while because I'd felt her for about a year, but it was my husband. <laughs> I feel like my husband was also like, no, not yet. Like it's going to start in this fall, like fall time. We're not, we're going to like, just wait it out. And I was like, <laughs> come on. I just want the baby. <laughs> like, She's here, already here. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was, it's kind of funny because I feel like she was connected with me in a different way, but I feel like for him, she was connected to, to him in a different way, telling him about more of like the timeline of when that is supposed to happen. Because it was during birth that I realized and recognized that like these, they, these souls choose when they're going to come in, you know, yeah. and in the way that they, it was just everything that panned out in birth and the time down to the minute is it just made me have this greater realization of like, or like this proof of what I had been channeling and what, you know, that souls choose this specific time and portal and day that they want to come in. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and so I had, I was meditating and I had these being these really high vibrational light beings come to me and they were kind of doing like healing work on my body and on my womb particularly. And, um, they, I said like, what, like what's going on? Like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're preparing your body to hold a high frequency soul. Mm. Goosebumps. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, did you feel them? I didn't get any. Oh. Just kidding. Oh no, I was like, I, I was wondering if you felt all my goosebumps. No, because we're like, she's basically hugging. <laughs> over. I just transferred it over. I was like, did you feel my arm just go weird? No. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was through when I, I, um, when I got pregnant, I that's when I started to get more, started to get a lot more information about these souls that were coming through mm-hmm. the planet, and um, it was really interesting because. I, um, you know, I've shared this with you guys before, but I had a really, really like intense pregnancy in that it was all healthy and beautiful mm-hmm. and great, but I was so, so sick and so depleted. Yeah. And I just had a different, I know there's like a scientific reason for like morning sickness, but what I was channeling is that I was grounding this soul and it was kind of like grounding this energy into my body. Um, mm. And through that, and it's kind of like, I relate it to our collective ascension that we're going through. Right. You know, when, when we're receiving high frequency light in our bodies, it's, that's when we go through this purge. That's when we, you know, we can get really tired and we can get like d- different emotions and things are coming up for us. And we sometimes get headaches or sickness. And it was kind yeah. of very similar to my take on, um, and what they're explaining to me around morning sickness. Cause I thought, honestly, I thought I was just going to get pregnant. It was going to be like, I'm going to create, and it's going to be all good. And like, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm going to love it. I yeah. Know. I was so excited to be pregnant and I was just, cause I love seeing pregnant women. And I was like, Oh, I can't wait. And then when it happened to me, I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was not a happy pregnant person. <laughs> 
I was really mean when I was pregnant. Were you? Yeah. You were what? Sorry. I was really mean when I was pregnant. Really? I'm not a mean person na- naturally, but like, so my first pregnancy, I was um, a manager at the bank for the Ooh. tellers. And I, they were always calling in sick and they were not taking their job seriously. And so that's where I like, <laughs> that's where I was like getting my frustration out because I was they pissed me off. Oh, no. So, well, <laughs> I was like, not nice. And then the second time I was pregnant, it was, you know, projected more towards my husband and my poor son. <laughs> I was like, but I couldn't help it. No, I, I totally knew, get it. I knew you know I what? I feel like that is that is the mother coming out in you. That is like the initiation of this, like, because I had to go through this this year is like, no more nice girl. I'm done yeah. being nice. I'm done yeah, over giving. I'm done, yeah. you know, and I feel like this past year has been this initiation into mother and it's like where can I hold better boundaries and how can mm-hmm. I allow myself to healthily, healthily express anger because we have been taught to suppress our anger. Yeah. It's so true. It's yeah. True. Right? I remember I was like going through the Tim Hortons drive through and somebody cut through the parking lot and went in front of me. <laughs> and I know oh. and again, like I don't show anger. I don't get angry. And I was flipping the bird. <laughs> uh huh. And I like rolled up right in and I was like, <laughs> and I was losing it. Yeah, Tim Hortons, and, is, and I was so like, good. "What's wrong with me?" And I was losing it. Fuck you! <laughs> so mad. And so I'm like, and so it's so true. Where all of a sudden you get like this beast mode, uh-huh. and and then you're just like, "This." It's like a firework of rage. It totally <laughs> right. I, mean, well, I even remember telling my really annoying manager, "I'm like," <laughs> and she was just like one of these, you know, these like nitpicky people. Oh, my like, manager. Oh yeah, just like micro, micro. And I remember her saying something and I was like, okay, I get it. And I was like, (laughs) totally after I said it, I was like, oh my God. Because like, if anybody knows me, that is not me. And I was like, holy shit, (laughs) walk to your office. Close the door. Like, why? Why do we? Why are we taught that? That like, if a a dude gave it to another, like, did that to another guy, why would that? That wouldn't be a problem. But like, because females were supposed to like play nice all the time, right? Get get trampled all over by because someone's in a position of authority and totally hang over the back because they don't actually know how to effectively manage. No, so Um, I love that analogy of like our wimp, like while we're producing a child that it's kind of like we're taking the stand and taking our power back yeah. during that time. It's stepping know? into the mother, right? Yeah. And you know what? I'll just share one. I'll, I just feel like this has to come out because uh, while <laughs> we're on the topic, but <laughs> I was, uh, I was having like zero sleep. Okay. I was in a moment of like months of no sleep. Yeah. Just having a moment for <laughs> Okay, we have those. And of course, it comes out when we're in the car. (laughs) Poor strangers that don't deserve it. It's like that reaction. It's like, it's never about the thing. It's always that thing underneath and like where we have to like learn how to alchemize what that truly is. But it's like being triggered out of us, which is so healthy to, you know, express it, but also learn how to not be reactive in a healthy (laughs) way. Poor people. And I think that, so I had this guy laying on the horn behind me and I was merging onto a really busy highway and if I were to go, I would have driven into a car. Yeah. yeah. So I, I literally, he just, and the, I felt like that mother came out in me. It was like, this is the mother in me that came out. Like, <laughs> And I, I got out of my car and I said, would you like me to drive into oncoming traffic? 
And then he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you have a big belly then? Like, could he tell you were oh, pregnant? Oh, no. I had my child in the back of the car. Oh, yeah. Your child yeah, had- this was, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's not pregnant. Could you like me to drive a dog? <laughs> I love that you, like, got out of the car. Yeah, oh, I just submerged. What do you? And my husband's in the back being like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh my god, I love I'm that. I'm doing it. You're I better than that. <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Proving my point. This is my moment. <laughs> He's like, my favorite is like my husband's always telling me, don't let them get to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't let them get to you. <laughs> well, they got to me. Yeah. They got to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We've all had those moments. Oh my god. For sure. Obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so keep going on your on your story. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, anyway, so it was really just this, I don't know. I felt like what toward the, and where I was being like initiated into like intuitive and parent parenting and, and, um, starting to trust my connection with that I was having with my child is that, you know, through like kind of more towards the end, I had this vision of like the birth and I, not a vision because I, I, I had no expectation. I didn't really know, but I knew that like, I was really firm and maybe like way too non-flexible around this that like mm-hmm. um I really wanted to give birth to her naturally and like everything that I expected or thought the way it was gonna go it was like not the way it was supposed Never to go to- like yeah like I was like oh my you know what I've done all this work and she's like this you know I'm just gonna like it's gonna be like such a short labor <laughs> and it's <laughs> gonna be easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it wasn't, it wasn't a short labor at all. And it was kind of like towards the end, I, I felt like, and this is like where we have to start to tune into our children and, and in pregnancy and stop looking outside of ourselves is that, you know, even throughout pregnancy, I was like, occasionally I'd look at Google and then I'd get freaked out and be like, okay, I can't look at this anymore. And I think that that's like where we have to really stop the, the Google and the mom forums because they're so fear-based driven a lot of times. Um, and just start to like put away everything else and really start to trust ourselves and this initiation into a deeper sense of trust in who we are and as a mother and as a person. And with her, I had to be so in my body. And Mm -hmm. so like, I'm used to being all up in, you know, the ethers and I'm so used to being, um, you know, communicating with, you know, light beings and that's sort of my, my realm. I'm not really from here. So, (laughs) but with her, I had to really be anchored in the earth. I had to more than ever, I had to be so grounded and be grounded. And I was so drawn to nature and really absorbing the energy from the sun Mm. because she holds a really a lot of sun energy. She's one of these children of the sun, but anyways, it was, I had to be so in my body through this, through the pregnancy, I couldn't be floating off. Um, And so with this, with the birthing, I kind of knew when she was going to come. And I was super like, I was like, no, she's going to come early because then I wouldn't have to step into my power. I wouldn't have to say no to inductions. I wouldn't have to Mm -hmm. say no to all these things. It would be easy, right? Right. And she was initiating me into stepping into my intuition and trusting her and her timing. And I really, my husband and I really had to protect her birth time. Wow. And so we went, I had, I said no to stretch and sweeps. I said no to everything. They wanted to do all the things. I said no. Um, because how just, you were overdue? Oh, 11 how, days. 11 days. So they were pushing for induction and shoot. 
yeah breaking so, water and all that stuff yeah like um all the things and so I had to really trust her her birth time and, yeah. and what she was guiding me to and I was so in denial that she was going to be born on the August 8th Lionsgate portal yeah and that's, a power thing. that's a powerful portal yeah. 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 And so and she came on August 8th. Hey, she came on August 8th. And, um, <clears throat> but anyways, like throughout even the birthing process, it was a two day process and I was in active labor for 24 hours. And so despite all of the, like, they wanted to give me an epidural, they wanted to do all the things because I had been, I was done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I had, to, I have to like step into my power and I have to remember. And like, she just taught me how strong and, and, really like the depth of who like what I have the ability to do was in that birth experience and it felt like I was going through this death of who I was mm-hmm. and this and when she it was like that last push was an instant shift into who I am wow mm-hmm. yeah. yeah into like the mother yeah no I yeah powerful that's so powerful so yeah. You, um, did you knew, you knew from before, like when you were, before you even conceived and through the pregnancy and stuff that she was a powerful light being soul that was coming in because you had to like prepare to hold her frequency. So she's already of a higher vibration. So yeah. for those that don't know the, the babies or the souls that are coming earthside right now, the majority, would you say the majority of them, or would you say all of them are being born in a higher, as a higher frequency being? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? So what I've been getting is that there's a little bit of both happening. Mm. Still some souls who are coming to still work out, like they've, you know, been, they've had earth lifetimes and they've, they're coming here to work out some karma with their parents. Right. Yeah. You still have that, like, you know, a little bit more to work out with their parents, but then there's these, they're coming in. So they're sharing with me that because of the earth's ascension and because there's like, um, almost like this need and urgency for them to be here. There's been like a timeline shift on when they're coming in. So they like what was predicted maybe like far away is that these souls are actually coming through now. And so they're coming through in increasing amounts. There, there, there's like a whole huge wave of these children coming through. And so really what they're here to do, what, what these souls are here to do is anchor in, you know, these, this new frequency on earth and assist with the earth's collective ascension and raise the consciousness of the planet. And so a lot of them, um, are anchoring more light onto the earth. Mm -hmm. Um, many of them, and like we say new souls, but they're like, they're not, they're new to this earth, a lot of them, but they're not new souls. They're incredibly advanced souls that come from the celestial realms. So like, we can't mistaken new souls to this earth as like being new souls and right like, you know, yeah you know what I mean is that they're <laughs> they are incredibly advanced souls they have, hold a very unique vibration and frequency and they're really here to create and build this new paradigm mm. and yeah. so you know many of them like what I've been channeling is that they you know yes we all choose our families and our parents and there's a connection but they're very specific with who they're choosing to um to to be their parents as as to like who can you know honor their mission because they're very clear on their mission right Mm -hmm. you know why they're coming and so they're here to help to you know with parents who are you know going to encourage their uniqueness their mission their purpose and their gifts right because there's such an urgency for what they came here to do right and 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 so 
in the sense like because I know I um my niece she is on the spectrum um and when I went in and read her I instantly got basically new soul to to earth um but not a new soul in general and that she's this unique soul that's just struggling with the density of yes right of earth and and it's just like to me like so I received that and then I've just had so many validations that yeah like she's she's new to earth and and the reason she's having some of these like difficulties like what you would say on she's autistic um (laughs) is because like the frequency is so different from her and to me it's like it's fast and but but she was born into a family that doesn't understand this stuff right right um and she has an aunt who does yes right where it's kind of like and it's so funny because I'm starting to see my sister kind of move over because me understanding going through this process and now my me talking to my sister and telling her about this and you know it helps you understand that soul like it helps me understand my niece Mm -hmm. and hold compassion for her in the sense of what she's going through and it's pretty fascinating to even watch like her her connection to animals and the earth is unbelievable because that's how she grounds that's how she grounds Mm -hmm. and it's like and if you saw her she looks like the paper bag princess like she's (laughs) she's literally like hair all over the place and you know anywhere we dirty feet she's dirty dirty she's just and you know we go to the beach and instead of swimming she's off looking for frogs um (laughs) and like knee deep in it and it's just like you look at this and you're like oh my gosh and then it's like how do I support you because oh you can tell like this is really hard for her. Like, you know, like even clothes, clothes, she can hardly stand. And it's like seeing the perspective of this child that's obviously come with a higher frequency. And I know she's here to help raise the frequency, but then it's like our society puts her in this. Our systems. Our systems, right? Our systems put her in this box. Do you guys think that as the vibration of the earth ascends, it will re- she'll recalibrate her frequency and feel more comfortable. That's what I'm hoping. Do you think? I I I believe that these like these souls. I mean, autism uh, is they're just like they're so gifted and they yeah. know so much. Just they can't express it. They're just like they're actually very. They're even like a higher <laughs> frequency, right? Yeah. And they're just not used to like. I. I. I this is what I. I feel is that they're. They're just. They don't communicate in the same way that we do. They don't think the same way that we do because they're not from here, and this density is very difficult for them. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I mean, the density can be really difficult. I feel like a lot of kids either come early, and they're like, yeah. whoa. You know, yeah, this yeah. isn't, whoa, this energy is just not, you know, it's weird here. Yeah. Um, but they, they are Especially such coming like 11 years ago, right? Because yeah. she came 11 years ago. And I think we've had some leaps and bounds in our collective uh, vibration and energy <clears throat> between there. So like kids coming in now, we're at a higher frequency than we were 11 years ago. So mm-hmm. you, them come like her coming in 11 years ago. Damn, that would be a huge, huge. Yeah. density. 
you know? Oh, of course. And I feel like each wave of children, like some come through then is like, there's a wave of children and then they prepare Mm -hmm. for the next wave and the next wave. And it's almost like preparing. It's like our, as our earth rises and our collective rises in vibration, more of these souls can come through, but some come in early to anchor in that light for the others. Uh, Right. ah, That's what makes sense. Okay. That that makes sense. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And also, she's a war. She's a warrior, trying mm-hmm. to like coming and being like, okay, I'm here to help to start bringing more of these children in. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, as like yeah. an anchor. It's almost like yeah. these prepares for the next ones, and it's interesting. Like sessions with people who are in their twenties, um, who are like actually holders they're like one of the first people like they're like of a lot of these golden children they're like the people that come here and anchor in so that more of these children can come through and feel comfortable on earth wow and so a lot of sense yeah yeah totally resonates Mm -hmm. and so uh, like the children you know with you know nova and this like a lot that are coming through now they have such a specific purpose and mission and they're really unstoppable so i feel like they come Mm -hmm. to a lot of families that you know are the cycle breakers are here to break the karmic cycle right mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of deep inner work that happens and a lot of, a lot of deep clearing and uh, you know of course collectively we're going through an ascension where we're moving through a lot of karma and you know releasing a lot of old energy but they are like a lot of them come with more of a clean slate mm-hmm. so that, so not a lot of karma to work heal. through Sorry, yeah And I, what I've been getting is that these children, like, yeah, like a bit like the ones that are in like elementary uh, ish, like later elementary, mid around there, um, mid to later elementary, like they are a little, like they're very sensitive beings. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, um, you know, they're, they're a little bit more programmable in a way, but they're here to, those ones are kind of like starting to break up the school system a little bit. And with, with COVID, because these children that are coming in, they're super, they're very advanced and the school system's not, they're not really not right for no. for their vibration. They know a lot more than we think they do. Yeah. And they're almost like bored by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I need to do that? Like there's, there's a way quicker way for I me to that. do this. Yeah. I actually see that in my son already. And he's been like that his whole life where he's like, this doesn't make sense. Why would we do it this way? when we could do it this way or like that rule doesn't make any sense to me we can do this but we can't do that so he's always constantly pushing the boundaries and asking the questions and it makes the teachers and the principals uncomfortable and he's always in trouble in quotation marks they're like fall in line yeah they're just like do what I say because I'm the authority Mm -hmm. and he's like no that doesn't make any sense to me I have questions and I want answers so have you ever like like um you know discovered where what star system he's from I feel like he's from another galaxy yeah like a galaxy a what i feel like he's from the andromedan galaxy well yeah i just got goosebumps that feels right that feels right yeah i haven't i haven't channeled it you know because when you channel well when i channel for my kids and stuff i get when i get to that level it's there my ego pops in and it's like are you sure i know my son was asking me because i was talking to him about past lives um and living on because we've been looking at the planets and stuff and he was like well what about my past lives find mine out <laughs> and part of it's like it's just you're so close to them that it's hard. again like yeah, that hard. ego yeah comes in I, okay do mine do mine <laughs> do me please do me do me where's my and like, from <laughs> like this is like this is like again it's like these are starseed children like yeah. they're they're here they're yeah. 
you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, you have starseed children, right? And this is why they came to you and like awakened you. They awakened you right now. They did. Yeah. I know. I'm like, for sure. I'm definitely, it was like Tanner definitely was one of the pivotal points to awaken. Yeah. And And it was like, wow. And Jace was for me. We talked about that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, But right now it's like with Nova, I kept being like, you know, there's all these books. I don't, I'd actually stopped reading a lot. I don't really read a lot of parenting books to be honest Um, because I feel like some of them are really old. Yeah. And they're old paradigm. I feel, and this is kind of like what's happening a lot with, with where we are collectively in our ascension is that a lot of stuff is old and we are here to, to create the new and these souls are here to build a new paradigm. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, yes, our, you know, we form our subconscious mind between zero and seven and like, we are very programmable us, like as parents, right. At that age. And, but what I was getting with Nova, because I was so paranoid about like saying the wrong thing and like, <laughs> I'm going to mess her up. Like, you know what I mean? And like, but I was getting that these children are so rooted in who they are. They know who they are, that they're not as programmable. They're really not as malleable um, as the previous children are because they know who they are and they're not afraid to express, to express that. themselves. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that too. And but I see I that. Think- yeah, I see that in Aubrey even, and she's she doesn't get swayed so much by the gossip within the girl the girl groups, and um, she's not she's not afraid to say what she wants to say and be who she who she is. So yeah. that's beautiful. I'm like we've talked about how like man, I wish I was awakened when my kids mm. were between zero and seven, right? Like I think that adds extra pressure to know that though, like because Jamie, you yeah. just said like. You're, so you were going through this paranoid phase of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing because you know that they're so programmable between the ages yeah. of zero and seven. And so I guess it's one or the other. Like we look back now and we're like, oh, dang. Damn like, it. <laughs> like I, 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 I created that. so much healing for them to do in their 30 now. But then, <laughs> no. but then also like coming through it and being like, okay, so conscious of of that age and 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 again trying you know it could go sway the totally. pendulum can swing from one end to the other on the I end. feel it now yeah even though they're not in their programmable programmable years I feel it now where I'm like being more being open and mm-hmm. understanding that other side and how much things can affect I'm like <gasps> I don't want to do the wrong thing what am I supposed to do <laughs> I do it's it's crazy but, like we're gonna get it wrong Yes. And yeah. Like I'm going to do something, you know, that's the way it happens. We're not like perfect parents and perfect mothers. It's like, there's that idea of perfection doesn't exist. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but like, I know in my teenage years, I was deeply susceptible to everything. Totally. And so how beautiful it is that you are here in this space where you have like, you know, how old are your kids? Mine's uh, eight and 11. Nope. Eight and 12. Mine, just had a birthday yeah mine's 14 and um 10 10 it's like you're at this beautiful stage where you can mm-hmm. support them in their gifts you can support them in their awakening because they're they're also going through an ascension right yeah you mm-hmm. know they're going through shifts and they're you know not only that it's like being a teenager being like a child of that age is like for me it was really difficult yeah <laughs> I know that like how beautiful it is that you guys can like you're there now to nurture their gifts you're there to help them you know you know they obviously have they're very gifted children and they want to learn and it's like I I I, I say these like time these dates loosely right like mm-hmm. I I don't you know I think it's like when we tap into our child and learn about like 
what is your soul asking me? Like, what is your individual soul? Right. I'm talking about like a collective of, of souls, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about like this and I, the date range, I don't know, right? But there, it's so multi-level and multi-layered, right? And yeah. so your your son is like, for example, your son is like one of these change makers, right? For and sure. like, and it's just like us, like there are some people who are easily, programmable and whatnot and there's some who aren't to know who they are and there yeah. those are like so it's just everything change everything's so there's no black and white no, no. and it's everything's aligned and divine yeah. um yeah that's beautiful can I ask you Jamie like you so you mentioned that Nova is a like a child like from the sun the sun so can you explain what that means a little bit yeah, so she is like what I've channeled is that she's from she's one of these children of the sun that are coming through these like golden children. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know how we have different waves of children. There's the indigos, there's the crystals, there's the yeah. rainbows. And she's part of this new um the children of the sun that are coming in. And I feel like what's happening is that we're getting the children of the sun in these like blue uh blue like um blue star, blue um what's the word? blu-ray children that are coming through as well um and they're kind of like intermingling with these children of the sun but also like mm. coming after mm. yeah. um but w what that it, that is is that they just for example like exactly what i was saying is that they they come here with this specific role and i feel like they're also going to challenge us as parents. They're here to challenge society and they're here to build this new earth and new paradigm. Mm -hmm. And so parenting is going to change. The mm -hmm. school systems are going to change because they can't like everything. They're part of this crumbling like that we're going through. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of them need to be in certain land and locations because they have, they hold, they're like little grid workers and they hold the frequency for, for the land. Mm. And so um, they come here with like really specific and rare gifts that mm. um, are here to essentially lift the vibration of the planet. And so they're bringing in a lot of change into the parents' lives. I know my child is really deeply initiating me into stepping even bigger and up-leveling in my mission and purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. And so everything's about to change. Like, and so what's happening is that like, with, like with these children, it's like their eating habits aren't the same. Right. You know, and like eventually like with our ascension, we are like, we're not eating as much like when we, when we're in a higher vibrational state. Right. Yeah. yeah. So their, their food, it's like, they're not going to eat three square square meals in a day. Most likely they're, they're just like, they're, they're, their eating habits are going to shift and they're going to be very intuitive. So there's right. less like rigid structures around that. Um, uh, you know, their sleeping patterns are going to be very different and they're really here to, um, awaken in society to the mission and, and the role here. So I feel like a lot of things are about to change because this is not to say, like, I think sometimes we think like, oh, there's not going to be any like doctors or lawyers or schools. It's like, yeah, the school system's going to change. Yeah. But um, these children are here to revolutionize all the systems. Right. Yeah. Right. So the medical system, hopefully, goes yeah. back to plant medicine and healing modality, ancient healing yeah. modalities, energy mm -hmm. healings and intuitive um, diagnoses and like, uh, but also combined with newer technology, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. And so like, even like the education system, it's like, you're starting to see a whole wave of like parents homeschooling and it's because eight hours a day, why would you make your, like kids can't sit still for eight hours a day. Why, why are we, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just there, there's just a whole awakening happening with our society and these children are here to initiate that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, what have you noticed like with Nova over this past year, um, have you noticed certain things with her that you're just like, that's different. Like that's, you know, like, like that star seed in her. Mm-hmm. Cause like she, even just looking at her, like oh, her she, eyes, her, yeah. her whole aura, everything around her, you're just like, wow, <laughs> I can totally see it. And so I'm like, I wonder if there's anything that you've kind of noticed that she does or emanates that, you know, is very kind of telling of where she's come from. Yeah, like a gift. Yeah, yeah. For for her, it was like it was always kind of interesting because since birth, she would just look at me straight in the eyes, and she still does. Just stares right deep into my soul, wow. and it's like these soul activating eyes. And I feel felt such an activation when I stare into her eyes. Like it's almost like she has this knowing. And with her, and like I feel like these children, kind of what I'm channeling with these children is that like they they see more than we do right they they're able to see with their physical eyes and a lot of them are so pumped to be on earth you know what I mean (laughs) like she's like these children of the sun are like yes we're here let's go for it whereas like the other star you know star seeds and before like oh this place is get out of here (laughs) me too these ones are like here we go. I signed up. I know why I'm here. I remember who I am. Oh. And like with her, it's like, she's just so um, like looks with like these eyes and is so curious about everything on earth and mm-hmm. is just like loves nature and is so fascinated by nature and animals. And it's almost like she lives this like fifth dimensional way of being that we are like getting back to. And, um, and for her, it's like she, like these, I held her. And when I was holding her as a newborn, it was like, she just felt different. Her crystalline mm-hmm. body felt different. And it was like, I felt her and it felt like I was holding this giant crystal. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so cool. with her, it's like, I'm just noticing like she sees like, she sees the light in all because I take her out and she smiles at everyone. It doesn't matter who they are. She smiles and waves and like just loves everybody. And it's like, she sees people's souls. Mm -hmm. She sees beyond the illusions and the programs and like all of the programs. And she sees straight into people's souls. And that is like such a huge gift. And I feel like even for a moment, it's like bringing so much joy and light into like people that she doesn't even know. Right. Yeah. And like awakening this like knowing and then like you I know who you are and it's almost like she sees the she's holding that like Christ consciousness which is like the fifth dimensional state of being not like Christ is in the yeah you know what I'm talking about but like she's she's in that Christ consciousness state Mm -hmm. and is able to see like this the beauty in all and it's just like teaching me to see others the same way Mm. like forgive others and um just really granting me permission to do things differently 
and her little soul, whenever I get like worried and in fear, it's like, I, she's very telepathic. So we Ooh. very telepathically as well. And it's like, um, she, she just is constantly like reminding me of who I am and what I came here to do and is pushing me. Her little soul is pushing me to like oh, I love really that. step in and up level. Isn't that amazing? Like how our children, and it just shows, you know, that in this earth realm, how, you know, your grandmother, like we have these kind of hierarchies, right? Of like where you are in that family dynamic. But when you take away the, the body and stuff, like it's not like that on the other side and that we've shared these roles throughout different lifetimes and how you know, you're taking care of her, but then this could be a soul that is more evolved and helping to help you in a sense. But because they're your child, it's like we automatically put children as like not knowing <laughs> type yeah. of thing. And like, and I know my, my youngest, he, that was his, his, one of his purposes was to awaken me. Mm-hmm. And it just like, and I remember the psychic saying to me, he's here to make you trust. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> trust yeah. what? And and then when all of a sudden his like gifts seemed to have turned off, I was like, well, what happened? He was seeing them and like seeing spirits and now he's not. And she's like, well, now he's, he's accomplished what he needed to accomplish. Now he's just being a kid, right? right. Like they, it's allowing him to just be a kid and not have to. And I'm like, it's just amazing to be like, wow, I never pictured my child teaching me something. Yeah. Right. And- that's where this like decentralized parenting is coming from now it's like we're we're moving away from like our children is someone we control and we put our stuff on top of and they have to be this way it's like they're we're now seeing that like these children holds know a lot more than we do yeah very 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 activating children and um you know there's that less of this top-down way of parenting yeah Um, and just seeing like they have so much to teach us and so much information for us. And I don't know, there's this concept of like children being our mirrors. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you got, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've experienced that with Jace. Uh, well, and Aubrey even where certain things, but that's just, they're just mirroring things that I need to heal from when I was a child you know what I mean so they're creating an opportunity for me to to heal within within that mirror so that that's the only way that I see that the mirror part but um I definitely agree with you with regard to stepping more into like removing the structure of how you think they should act how you think they should behave how you think they should succeed or what the definition of success is Mm -hmm. for you versus for them um because I yeah. went through that process with, with Jace and when I was um, going through my spiritual awakening and I removed all of my expectations for what I thought he should be doing and how I thought he should be acting and how I thought he should be succeeding and all of that sort of stuff. And as soon as I gave him some space to breathe, things changed dramatically mm-hmm. in not just him, but in our relationship, in the household, in my marriage, like all of that sort of stuff. So it was just very transformational to, to realize that, um, you know, he's here more to teach and to help me release those than you know, vice versa. Yeah. I, I remember like going through, like, I've never been an academic, let's just say. Um, <laughs> um, so it's, it's not far-fetched but my husband is 
was very much an academic. And I remember we had very different views of like, you know, school and, and all of that. And, you know, I remember like getting reports back from the teachers talking about how, you know, nice and caring my child was. And I remember turning to my husband and I said, I don't care about academics. I do not care how he's doing in this. I care how he shows up as a human. Mm-hmm. And that makes me way more proud than any stupid report card mm-hmm. that has a a a a a and i just remember that kind of like you know it really kind of started to like solidify in me and part of me was like oh am i a bad mom that i should be like you know because that that programming of yes. like no you really want your child to do well in school and all these things and i was like naturally i was like i don't give a shit yeah mm-hmm. how he does in school like obviously i want him to feel like you know not feel like falling behind and but to me i was like if he shows up as a good human being and this is what I'm being told by the parents we 100% have succeeded mm-hmm. it doesn't I, matter about the academics yeah like mm-hmm. we're here to raise like conscious human beings right yes. yeah that That's have a heart matter. right yeah. yeah and like something that they they've these children that um have shared with me is that you know they're not here to conform to society they're not here to conform to the expectations um, we know our mission, we know why we're here. And mm-hmm. um, so the more that we like drop our expectations around what we want. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to like, it's so interesting, because like, you know, speaking to a lot of new moms, and they're so like, focused on like, the development and like, Oh, you're, the comparison starts and it's like comparison. Huge. Wow. This is where this is where we learn to compare ourselves. That's where yeah. I, what I thought is like, you know what I mean? Like, you know in mom groups it's like well my you know my child's not doing this or your child is it's like hold up let's let's stop this yeah. this doesn't yes. matter like throw away these charts like what our doctor our doctors didn't even tell us about like the chart stuff like she what is right. it called the percentiles percentiles she's never told yeah. us that and um just things like that it's like what what does that matter <laughs> you know what I mean it doesn't yeah no and right? doesn't have anything to do with who they are it has nothing to do with anything it's like they they're gonna walk or they're gonna walk or they're gonna crawl when they want to crawl yeah and oh, even yeah. like when you know when I've had sessions with people where um their children a lot of times people's children come through to me and it's like a lot of times you know, I've had people who are like so rooted in like sending their kid to private school. And I, I was the same. I thought I was going to, I was like private school for sure. Um, absolutely not. I'm like alternative school, <laughs> maybe a bit yeah. of homeschooling. Like, yeah. um, but like these, these systems are not, they're not great for a lot of children. Like they're, no. they're just, they're not, they're kind of like squashing, like, you know, killing the spirit of the child and rather we need to like embrace them (laughs) Mm -hmm. well because what does it come down to in the end of the day is is the end of the day I want I want to rate I want to have a child that is kind to others you know a child Mm -hmm. that you know that and that's to me where I'm like if you raise a good human being and somebody who's kind and pathetic and you know I don't and and they're sucking at school I give two shits <laughs> I get, like I'm like yeah but that's where I was like oh maybe that's because I really was never an academic and I'm like but I've noticed my husband starting to switch from that like yeah. he was very stringent on like the academics very stringent on well they can't miss school 
at all. And I and I've noticed over the years where he's gotten where all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, flexible. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to go camping. And I'm like, you know, let's take Monday off. And in the past, it would be like, well, they can't miss school. And now it's like, OK. And that's what you have to look at it. It's like experiencing the outdoors and mm-hmm. experiencing those things or going to school on Monday that yeah. is just going to fill in this box, yeah. you know, yeah. like what's the big deal? Yeah. And I think that that's where like we can, we're starting to see changes gradually within people and with yeah. parents. And it's like this gradual little, like, and it's from these soul, you know, these souls that come through and they kind of awaken the parents and we're in a different place now. And, you know, yeah. homeschooling has been such a, like a taboo subject yeah. and down, looked down upon and slowly getting, you know, to a place where, okay, this actually makes more sense because a lot of the children, can learn a lot more in a shorter amount of time. There's like no with Nova, like she just loves to learn. She loves to mm-hmm. like learn things and is quick on on quick learner and just like holds such a so much wisdom inside of her. And I just like mm-hmm. tell me everything you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. Like I just I can't imagine wait, yeah. yeah, like watching her grow and seeing as things start to like how fascinating as a as a parent to be able to be conscious of this and to be able to watch her evolve. Yeah. So speaking of that, how would you say that um, somebody would know that their child is, you know, a golden child or a child of the sun or even like an an indigo or or anything like that? Like, well, let's talk more specifically about the newer, um, you know, the newer babies coming earth side. So how would you say, like, if somebody was listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, I just, I'm pregnant or I just had a baby, how would I know if they're high, more high vibrational than, or if they're coming in to, to create some sort of, or heal some sort of, um, karma with me? Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I guess it depends on each, each child, like, right. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a knowing that you have, right. Yeah. If this, if this conversation kind of like sparks some kind of like light inside of you, then, you know, there's probably a good, a good chance that they are one of these souls that are coming in. And a lot of people who are awakening to their gifts and doing a lot of the deep inner work and going through a lot of shifts within themselves and, you know, having a pull to completely change their lives and step into their gifts and their mission, there's probably a good chance that your child is creating that change within you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and um, I think that it, the more of that personality comes out is that like, they, I, I don't like, very sweet, but very spicy. They're <laughs> these natural leaders. And um, I think that the more of that will come out as, yeah. they, as they, you know, as they get older yeah, and where, you know, they're going to push the boundaries with you. They're going to push the limits. And that might, you know what I mean? Like that might be, uh, you know, something that you have to work through within yourself. And um, because how do you create change other than being a little bit spicy? Yeah. Right. So it's not like these children are coming in and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, no, like if their purpose is to make change and move us into, they've got to, you know, churn it up. And you're, you're like, your five-year-old is telling you what to do, right? Your five-year-old is, you know, telling you how it's going to be. There's, you know, probably a good chance that there's these, these children because they know who they, they know what, they know what's up and they have a very deeper knowing and they know a lot more than we think they are. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people are um, being initiated. And I think that what we need to remember is to give parents 
permission to do things differently. Yeah. To trust mm-hmm. their intuition and to throw away all these books, these programs and sleep training yeah. and this and that. And like, and following all of the influencers on social media about like what the best products are to yeah. use, or you should be doing it this way versus that way. Or, you know, everybody's doing it this way now. And there's so much pressure out there. My sister oh my just had it a new baby and she's I'm like you need to stop listening to everybody else around you yes and turn off the social media and just do what you feel called to to go in we hold the answers yeah I said if you don't want to do it that way don't do it that way then you're not being called to do it that way and so that really gave her permission to to step into her intuition as a mother and and parent from an intuitive space. And I think there's like an initiation piece to that because it's not always like there's this temptation to want to go outside of yourselves. And I think mm-hmm. this is in life in general. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that the more that we begin to unplug from social media people who want to want you to buy their program, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Are telling you what to do and, and this and that. It's like, no one ever knows your child more than you do. Yeah. And I think when, when I was like about to give birth, literally seconds away from giving birth, I was like, do I even know how to be a mom? <laughs> and it's being this like, it's just for some, now. you know what I mean? Do I even know? Um, but it's so funny how like, I just never was drawn to look around. Mm-hmm. I intuitively just knew what to do. It just felt very intuitively for me to be a mom in that way and um I think that that's where like parents have to start stop looking outside of themselves and really just tune into the essence of your the soul of your child Mm -hmm. like okay what does this child need because we can't parent according to a blanketed piece because what works for one child is not going to be for the other because they're different souls they're different people yeah yeah and we have so much to learn from each of them Mm-hmm. And with Nova, it's like, it's funny because like, I'll, I'll give an example because hopefully someone listening to this might, you know, might give them permission. But it's like, I, the first night we got home, we left the hospital. We said, we're not staying in a night and we left, mm-hmm. um, which is like an initiation to say no. Right. Right. Um, but we had the we had a bassinet next to the bed because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And I had her <laughs> I had her in there for maybe a second and then I was like nope way too far away and I and she's been in bed with us ever since Mm. Nova's soul needs to be close to me she needs to be I'm very grounding and anchoring for her yeah and Mm -hmm. so she needs to be close and that's where she feels safe and comfortable and exploring this new world Mm -hmm. and so that's just what works for her and her and her soul and she needs to be on me (laughs) (laughs) whereas like another child it's completely different and it it's like the more that we stop trying to do it someone else's way and just like go by what our child needs look look put away the the instagram put away the programs the books and look at what's Mm -hmm. in front of you Mm-hmm. and start to develop and cultivate that relationship because you do know what your children wants you do know what your children needs it's just we need to go through that initiation into deeper trust in ourselves yeah and that comes from a very young age right where we're taught to look outside of ourselves constantly mm-hmm. what do our parents think we should do what instead of what our parents think we should what do we need to do you know what yeah. I mean if you mm-hmm. feel like oh, I want to make this change in my life, but I feel like I need to consult a million different people. It's like, no, 
make that change, do the thing that you need to do, like trust what you're being guided to do and stop looking outside of yourself because your child and your soul's path is not going to look anyone else's way. It's going to look the way it's supposed to be. So if we constantly gain external input, we're going to be let off path. Yeah. Yeah. For All sure. the time. So, well, and you think like we were made to heal our bodies were made to heal our bodies were made to birth um we were given the tools within to instinctively know how to raise a child mm-hmm. right like when you strip all of this say, away yeah and when you say instinctively we could also use the word intuitively intuitively instinct you know like this is we were we weren't put on this planet and just been like here have fun um, we were built to do this, right? We were built to be able to procreate. We were built to know how to raise that child. Mm-hmm. It's just over, um, you know, over the programming and being taking away our, in the, you know, in the sense of like taking away our intuition, taking away yeah. our abilities. Um, we've gone so far away from that. And, and, you know, even us talking about like when, we're helping other people um, connect back to their intuition. It's not just so they can do readings for people, but it's also for them to just connect back to into learn how themselves. to hear. Yeah. 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 Cause we've lost that, but we all hold that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like with the children, it's like, of course we were able to do that, you know, back in the day, that's what we were here. We're here to birth. We're here to know how to raise. And, you know, so we all hold it within. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. And like listening. Yeah, exactly. Listening to it. And I think sometimes with that, it's like comes the uncomfortability that comes with that. And it's like, 100%. even with like, say your child's not doing well in a certain school, but you're terrified to change the school or move them to a different school because it's either convenient or someone told you to go there. And like, you just, it's like, we have to start listening to our child because a lot of Starseed's children are very sensitive to environments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're very sensitive souls. And so can we, you know, can we honor their uniqueness and protect their light? Can we, you know, nurture their gifts and imagination than rather tell them the the fairies that they're seeing or the angels or the the gramp in the corner that they're seeing isn't real? Can Mm -hmm. we instead start to just, we don't, you know, if you're listening to this, you don't have all these gifts. You do have them. Everyone's psychic. But like, if it's just not, you know, there right now just nurture your child's imagination. If they see mm-hmm. a fairy, just go, oh, really cool. Is there, are they telling you anything? Like, you know what I mean? Like we can encourage this in our children rather than it be something that they have to turn off. And sometimes they do turn it off to be a kid and go live a life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but can we nurture who they are, their gifts and their light and really be that source of protection? Mm-hmm. Um, and trust them, right? Like yeah. give yeah. Trust them that they're, you know, I know when Tanner was seeing, monsters and I say that in quotation because that was what his four-year or three-year-old self called it yeah but um and it was light it was lights right and I remember being like instead of just being like oh there's no monsters in here go to sleep it was like I knew that I could needed to not shut him down Mm -hmm. right and I remember like sitting there going what color is it and we just had a conversation and it was never shut down and it was something that it was just like I'm going to believe him no matter what and kind of like but also remembering that at four three years old and four years old they don't have the vocabulary to be able to express 
what it is that they're seeing. So totally. he says monsters, but really he's seeing vibration and light and energy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The reason I knew was because he was not scared. Yeah. Because I remember it being like a matter of fact. And usually when you hear kids say monsters, it's like they're scared, right? Like monster yeah. under my bed, monster in my closet. And they're like, mm, I don't want to go to sleep. But there was none of that. It was like, okay, I have a kid saying monster, but had no problem going to sleep and was not scared of it and was just, it was just a matter of fact right mm-hmm. like it was just like oh there it is and you're right like the color and and the colors I remember even saying to him because when it became more and more evident I, I said why don't you draw one for me and oh, it was I love like, that yeah so beautiful yeah and it was like he drew this like because again he was so young like yeah. he didn't have the vocab and it was like this it was a child he drew a child's soul with multiple colors uh type of thing that's so yeah cool. that was thing. it was amazing yeah. yeah it was pretty amazing I love that I know and now I'm like why'd you turn it off but I'm like I get it he was just needing to do his human thing <laughs> <laughs> you know wants to be a kid and it's still yes. there yeah um it's so interesting <laughs> because you know with Nova like she's always kind of like looked above me and been able to see things around me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, she's seen things. And like, even since like very newborn state and sometimes she'll look in the corner and just smile and like wave Mm -hmm. at things when we're out in nature. And I'm like, Oh, when we're out in nature, she waves at the trees and I'm like, she can see their energy. And like, she has all these favorite trees and she'll point now because she's so, (laughs) she's like, we call her our little leader because she just goes, and like points her finger little fingers and like demands that we go up to certain trees and she'll touch the trees and trees and it's just she sees and knows so much so much more right and um she's been like this key in me that it's like she completely has turned on my gifts even more like she's Mm -hmm. enhanced my gifts and it's it's truly from from her being here that like I, I recognized timing of things a lot more. And I knew that like sh- her energy and her frequency needed to be here in order for certain other things to happen in my life. Like right with my gifts and my mission in a, in a different way. Um, and I just like recognized like, Oh, she's like such an igniter and it's not just my mission. It's my husband. It's the people around her that I feel like she holds the key she holds mm-hmm. a very certain key and frequency and each child's going to have something different, but yeah. um, I just like, like to bring something up that like, if you're, you know, how can we support the yeah. children, right? Like the starseed children, the ones that may be like super sensitive. It's like, I feel like, like grounding is key. Um, like lots of nature, you know, mm-hmm having them go for meditation walks and, you know, getting them, you know, walking and just like, Oh, what do you, what do you see? Like, what can we find? And just having them so immersed in nature mm-hmm. because they are, you know, it is a, they're a very high frequency and we just need to help them with grounding and being here on earth and um, listening to like, as they walk, it's like, Oh, like listen to the leaves crunch and we can teach them different things or like pretend you're breathing in from the bottoms of your feet and breathing in and out of your soles and feet and into mother earth. And Mm -hmm. I feel like nature, um, is going to be really helpful for grounding, um, silence and alone time. I think we, uh, forget that 
we need a lot of alone time and they need a lot of alone time where it's quiet and we're not over busy in their schedules because that's so overwhelming for the nervous systems. Yeah. Um, teaching meditation and deep breathing and breathing practices. Learning about the chakras. Yes. The chakras Mm -hmm. and like, you know, different gifts being very Mm -hmm. adaptable and being present. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we learn how to connect with our own intuition and we, you know, like you guys have an intuition course that's beautiful mm-hmm. for parents listening to this because the more that they can, you know, connect with their own intuition and learn from, you know, you two, it's like they can also teach this to their children. Yes. Yeah. It's so yeah. true. Beautiful. And help support them, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. really holding that space because how can you help? I think that was the biggest thing for me was like, how can I help my son through this if I don't understand it? Right. And mm-hmm. so to me, it was like, that's where I was like, started to deep dive so I could understand it so I could help support him. So it's the same, you know, in that sense of these children coming in and you've been there seeing these things like how can we as parents, you know, understand it ourselves so then we can hold that space for them and like nurture, yeah. nurture that. Yeah. And go by day, like day to day as well. Like, you know, just as we are moving through our ascension, there's days where we're tired or, you know, there's going to be days where they like their energy can't be around that many people and that much stimulation all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, instead of forcing it, right. Yeah. How many times as parents you're like, no, you need to go. This is, we don't just do. And it's like, we fall into the system and it's like what we should, and we force them. And I'm learning, I actually just went through this on the weekend. Went, well, I've done this a couple of times now with Aubrey, cause she's quite sensitive, yeah. like energetically. And, um, she, you know, we had plans with a friend to, and, and she was supposed to go over there and do a sleepover. And she, she said to me earlier in the day, she's like, I don't know if I really want to go. And, you know, in my three-dimensional humanness I'm like well we don't you know you don't want to look bad and cancel and, and you made plans you made, made plans yeah you right made all the things right so yeah. so she went and she messages me later and she's like I don't feel very good and I'm like you know and then and then my you know intuitive part came out mm-hmm. I'm like I shouldn't have made her go to begin with yeah she doesn't want to be there no questions asked I'll come pick you up yeah. And so I went and wow. I picked her up and she came home and she decompressed and she felt better. And, you know, that was a lesson for me. Well, I what need a to follow example. Yeah. I need to follow her cues. If you're yeah. not feeling like you can be around, you know, people right now, then you shouldn't, shouldn't have to be. Well, and that just shows that a beautiful example of, you know, the programming that we have, because it's not like, so just because Mandy and I have, you know, tapped into her intuition and, you know, teach and preach or whatever it is you know these things it's like we're still growing and too and we're yeah. still human and we're still programmed as well we're, we're still deprogramming deprogramming ourselves <laughs> and so like like that just 100 percent shows how we kind of like um stand in both arenas yeah. right yeah. so it's kind of like you're programming because that would have been my like when you started saying it I was like instantly I was like oh I know what you're yeah. you're going because that would have been mine we made a commitment this is what we do you know like all the you know, things that it's like I'm trying to teach my child that you can't just be like I don't want to do that anymore yeah. um and so that's like you have your programming but then you can also step back and see the other side yeah. like amazing but that's where like this balance of like okay how do we balance like this okay yeah 
you know, a little bit of structure with a little bit of flow, right? Like how do we find the balance? And I think that that's where we're not always going to get it right. And there's really no wrong, right? Yeah. You went and picked her up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We did it. We figured it out. Beautiful. No, you didn't say stay there. Like, (laughs) I need my night (laughs) off. (laughs) That one is really hard. I got to say, like, when I think of homeschooling, I'm like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I feel that. I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Oh, I totally, I get it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we must wrap it up before this thing cuts us off. But Jamie, will you share again with um, our audience how people can connect with you um, how and find you and work with you and all that fun stuff? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at jamie.zajac. So it's J-A-I-M-E dot Zajac, Z-A-J-A-C. Yes, I spelled that right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a hard one. So we totally get it. Did I miss a letter? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and you can find me on there, and you can. There's links to you know my YouTube and different uh, ways to work with me. Awesome, and we'll obviously put everything in the show notes and tag you in our stories and all the things. And we're just so grateful, Jimmy, for you joining us again to talk all about the new children, well, the old souls that are coming in <laughs> new on Earth to help us ascend and raise the vibration and you know ways that we can you know understand if we you know if our children are this way already or if we're going to be calling in one of these children and of course how to support them when they're here and um we just that was an amazing chat so thank you for for joining us well thank you for having me i love i love connecting with you all and speaking about this we do too all right well we'll see you all next week bye bye